Hello, this is Monica Regina Jones, and this is going to be my fifth podcast. And this podcast is going to be titled, Your Truth is Not the Truth. Your Truth is Not the Truth. See, now we have this new phrase that's been going around for a few months now, several months now, where people say, I'm just speaking my truth. And what I'm learning is, is that that's, that's very incorrect to say, because if my truth does not line up with the word of God, it's not truth. It's a perception of the truth. It's based upon my experiences and, and what I've encountered, but that does not mean that it's the truth. You know, the word of God says, Jesus says, I am the truth the way and the life no man cometh unto me it's no one come to the father except by me so we have to be very careful with our our phrases and the things that we use in our vernacular because a lot of things that we say is false so let me dive into this a little bit deeper I remember about three years ago when I was writing the book, Transparency Hills, and I remember the Lord told me that my experiences lied to me. And I was like, how's that? If I experienced something, then it's true. It actually happened. And he was like, it may have happened to you, but that does not mean that that's all you can ever have. One portion of your life is not the totality or the basis of your whole life. So it's a fact, but it's not the truth. Because for a long time, I had this this mentality of I couldn't obtain certain things. I couldn't accomplish certain things because of my past experiences. My past experiences told me I could never have love because... Every time I got involved with someone, it never worked out. So for a long time, I believed I was unlovable. And because I believed I was unlovable, that's what I was manifesting in my life. I felt like I was damaged goods. I felt like I didn't have what it took for a person to love me. Therefore, I didn't embrace and love myself. I didn't know who I was because if I knew who I was, I would have loved myself and I would have provided boundaries and guidelines for that person to let them know, look, this, you know, this isn't going to fly with me. I'm not going to accept this type of behavior from you. It's unacceptable. But I was more so had a get what I can take mentality. I I just got to get what I can take. He liked me. And I'm just going to give it a try. I'm going to see where it goes. And it led to nowhere. So my truth for a long time was I was not good enough. I didn't have what it took to keep a man um, in a long-term relationship. But God had to strip my mentality and it was painful. He had to ask me some hard questions 
because I used to believe that if I had sex with a man, that he loved me. And God was like, no, he didn't. And I was like, yes, Lord, he did, because in my mind, I equated sex with love. So I took my perception of that and I projected that same perception on the person persons that I dealt with in the past but God was like no he said because if they loved you where are they if they truly loved you why are they not here with you now and I broke down and I cried because they were nowhere to be you know they weren't around anymore they had moved on with their lives or in other relationships some of them had gotten married and so my truth was not the truth how I perceived things as my own reality was not the truth. You know, that's why I believe the Lord wants us to continually ask Him for wisdom. Because a lot of things that we do and say is not wise. And... It's not from him, it's from flesh. It's, it's human wisdom, it's human knowledge. So therefore, we can't really put our trust in it because it's subject to change. So a situation can happen in your life and you may feel like it's not your fault, but you played a, a role in it. But because according to your truth, they were the one that did everything wrong. And you were the victim and they were the perpetrator, according to your truth. But if we look under the lenses of the word, if we look under the lenses of the word and and critique ourselves by the word of God, we will see things that will make us say, ouch, that we don't particularly like. You know, things like the backbiting, gossiping, thinking of yourself more highly than you ought to, walking in unforgiveness, not walking in love, and so forth. Just to name a few things. See, we got to get out of our truth and get into God's truth, His way, His standard. Not our standard, not not what we think is right. Because in our own mind, everything that we think is right anyway. But in God's eyes, and his way of doing and being right, it feels in comparison to him. So we really we really have to examine ourselves. With this whole adage of my truth. You know, we we a lot I think my truth came from basically um like a a, a like a, a pride thing almost like my truth, this is me, this is who I am, my truth. And we gotta be so careful of pride because pride is a sin. It's wrong, it's not it's not doing things according to God's ways, doing things according to our way. Our way of thinking, our way of being right. 
And we we have to lay that aside. We have to lay aside every weight in the sin that so easily besets us. We have to. You know, we have to imitate Christ. Not anybody else that we think that we have put on our pedestal or we have a high regard for. We have to emulate Christ. We have to be imitators of him. And being an imitator of Christ is something that's going to be a lifelong journey, a lifelong process. Some hit and misses are going to occur. They're going to happen. And it's all a part of growth. And it's all a part of maturity. It takes time. So it takes time to get out of that mindset of my truth. Because even before that phrase came out, a lot of things, how I lived my life was my truth. The things that I accepted was my truth. I would say, I was a good woman to this guy. I did everything he wanted me to do. No, I was not being a good woman to that guy. I was being a fool for him. I had no boundaries. I was not being a wise woman. I was being a foolish one. Doing everything that a person wants you to do is not being a good woman. Good women set standards. And they don't compromise those standards. And those standards need to be derived from God's word. I wasn't doing that. In my mind, I was doing my own thing. I was doing... What I thought was right. My way. God wasn't in it at all. But I felt like, hey, if I do everything my way, then it'll work out. But it it didn't. It never did. So that was a hard lesson that God had to show me. And he did it through the, the stripping and the pruning. And that does not feel good. He's like, no, you need to abide by my way of doing and being right, by my truth. You know, your thinking is wrong, it's it's erroneous, and you got to fix that. You know, we can have faith for all the things we want in the world, but if our thinking isn't right, if our perception isn't right, you know... We're not going to please God, even though the word says faith pleases God, but you have to have your faith in the right things. Hello? So, if we don't have our faith in the right things, how are we pleasing God? That's the thing. That's that's the whole thing of getting out of that living my truth mentality, that mantra. Because I could live my truth and be going the outside of the will of God for my life by living my truth. By doing what I think is right. By saying what I think is right. You know? So we just we just really have to just 
take time and take inventory of what we are saying is our truth and what we are believing is true. Is it really true according to biblical standards or is it just true to us? It's true to me because this is what I believe and um, because I believe this is right. That's not always correct. Because our mindset, our way of thinking, most of the time is carnal anyway. It's not godly and in, in, in the spirit. It's carnal. And we can't be carnal-minded people and be successful in this life. I mean, you can be, but not God's kind of success. Not in God's way. You know, because a carnal man cannot perceive spiritual things. They can't understand spiritual things. There's their foolishness to him. So this is why we really have to check ourselves regularly pertaining to this my truth mantra. I'm living my truth. Because if it's not according to God there's no truth in it. It may be some facts. It may be some half truths, but it's not complete and total truth. It's not complete and total truth. And see one thing about it, when you're living God's truth, it's it's not it's not an easy thing to do. Because really we want to be right most of the time. We want to be right. We don't like being wrong. We don't like to feel like I'm doing something wrong. Nobody likes to feel that way. We feel better when we're right. Or when we feel like we're right. But it takes it takes humility to admit, okay, you know what? I was wrong. This way, the, the way I'm doing things, the way I'm thinking, this this thing that I'm building in my life is wrong. And it's taking me outside of the will of God. And I have to get back to the will of God. In order for me to do that, I have to admit that I that I'm wrong, and and I have to make a total change and go the opposite direction of the way that I was going. That's the only way it becomes His truth. So that's going to conclude my broadcast of my truth is not the truth. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you be blessed and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye.